<laughs> Just pick one, doesn't matter. Today on Five Live, everybody is posting AI art with themselves with the help of Lenza. But somebody is saying why you should stop doing that. Beyond, you know, the obvious narcissistic personality disorder reasons. Ah, uh, you know. Plus, the newest thing to fear out on these mean streets is called jugging. No, it has nothing to do with joining the insane clown posse. Oh, In wow. other ICP news, Walmart is raising their prices due to shoplifting, which means I'll have to search elsewhere to meet women. That's right. <laughs> I want nothing to do with Walmart becoming Wall Street. The only bones I'm after are destitute and desperate. Wow, that's a, that's a nice little tease there. Plus, we have a list of the most mispronounced names of the year, crossing our fingers at Mary Day Macbeth, Leanne Oblivion, or my <laughs> beloved Timothy Ch Chalamet may make the list. Uh, I really hope so. so. <laughs> it is December 7th. Aaron Carter's birthday. Oh, boy, I'm sorry. I know. You okay? No, I feel so bad for his family. Five Lab starts right. Look over there. It starts right now. That's right. It's your favorite Masters of Tone. Yeah. <laughs> Masters of Tone and Sensitivity. It's KTLA 5 Live. Thank you so much for joining us today on this beautiful, cool, chilly afternoon. It is chilly. It's, but uh, you guys, we have Jingle Jangle. I know, so throw some more over this way. Just in, yeah, okay. in time get for, uh, for the perfect sort of uh, uh, throwback to being cold Bro, in the garage. Pass I'm the Jingle Jangle. Chill. I'm hungry. Jeez Louise. Also, I brought in a full bag of gingerbread cookies that I decorated. That's good. Gingerbread people. Gingerbread people. Gingerbread folk is folk, what we're called. Folk. Gingerbread oh, folk. Please. Why do they this make is these? all that's left. You guys left three lonely little teeny cookies. Well, it's good Thank though, you for eating them. You're welcome. <laughs> they were really tasty. What is that? Why are they so small? Mini peanut butter cup. A miniature Why peanut butter cup. Why would you make a mini? So KTLA, we couldn't afford to license the full KTLA, or the full peanut butter cup, so we've only had, the, we have the small ones. We have the minis, yeah. But they're peanut butter cups? Peanut butter. Yeah, so Robert didn't mm -hmm. get to enjoy the jingle jangle last year because you were in the studio, you were in here. This is true. We were yet again in the garage when it was freezing cold. This matches us. It looks like us. we match, I yeah. Know. Oh, look. This we're is all just a coincidence. Jingle this happens more often than, than we would care to admit that we end up wearing the same thing but it's yeah, because we cycle we, together. We, we're both on the same Rent the Runway account. Oh, that's it. Is why. Um, I love, uh, just going back to this real quick, this is the drug that the kids were pushing at Riverdale High. Are you that's serious? In the show, they call it Jingle Jangle. That's what they call it. Yeah, that, that was their wild. drug at the school. Is, that Trader, like, is Trader Joe's cool with that? <laughs> I don't know which came first, honestly. Ooh, but, probably. Uh, I, think the, I think that did. Jingle Jangle right? came first. The Trader yeah. Joe's, the TJ's one. So in case you're curious what it exactly is, it's just it's chocolate covered. There's, there's everything in there. Dark chocolate and robed JoJo's cookies, milk chocolate candy, mini peanut butter cups, Chocolate covered popcorn, Kids. chocolate covered pretzels. Yeah, it's all it's delicious. It's you, delicious. Um, it's ten bucks at Trader Joe's. And do y'all remember like a puppy lifetime chow? of fun? Oh, I love puppy chow. This is kind of like puppy chow, but if you covered it in chocolate and let it temper and hard, you know. I thought puppy okay. chow was actually dog food. Well, that mm -hmm. also is a thing. But don't no, is this the Chex Mix thing? Chow. Yeah, yeah the okay. Chex Mix, and it's got a little. It's peanut butter and chocolate. Mm -hmm. Melt it oh, all together. That's some throw in the Chex Mix. And then little, like pretzels, and, and then you mix it up, M and M's, and, stuff. and then cover it in um, powdered sugar. Yes, and then it is just. I don't add the pretzels or M and M's. That's really? like a whole other thing. Yeah. What's wrong? Why is isn't you know? No, that sounds wonderful. <clears throat> that sounds wonderful. But the puppy chow I'm used to eating. Maybe you at home on Facebook.com/group/kchili5live can share your puppy chow recipe or mix. Mine was just the Chex mix with the peanut butter and chocolate. Maybe it's and an Indiana thing or something. Maybe. I don't know. Well. 
There you have it. I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll investigate all the regionalities of Puppy Chow throughout puppy this chow. hour. If you want to say hello, please do. Facebook.com slash group slash KTLA5Live is the place to do it. Adjusting. I'm adjusting. Andy Reese. You can find me on the internet at, Andy, at AndyKTLA. And you can find me at KTLA Sam on Instagram, at Samantha Cortese on Twitter. You're nesting. What's going on I'm here? nesting because it's all messed up. Okay. I'm looking over here. There's all a right. glare on the name tag. Guys, a friend of mine who is also on the youth committee found me on Instagram. Like, really? Yesterday. And I, I haven't, like, spot. I just saw that he liked my picture and I was like, like, oh my gosh, that's from the youth committee. Wait a minute. So you were not the only youth committee. You there, was a, the whole, there was a committee. There was a committee. Yes. Were you the president of, of said youth committee? I or? was the co-chair my senior year, but the person who was the chair ah. my junior year is who found me on Insta. Oh, so someone you may have looked up to as far as committeeing the youth. Yes. And what did you yes. committee the youth to do? Uh, we discussed traffic patterns when they were changing the parking lot at Palm Desert High School. Okay. Yeah, very integral okay. to the um, current situation at Palm Desert High to be... Not to like. Your legacy has. Yeah, my is, legacy is carries on. Carry on is what you're saying. Because yeah. we used to have this parking lot that was very far away, and it was affectionately referred to as BFE. Yeah, and, oh yeah uh, what does that mean? Nothing. Just a, just a couple words, a couple letters. And oh. uh, we no longer Big have BFE. Big friendly giant. Big friendly Big giant. Friendly uh, but the E is silent. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Anyway. One time I said that, I, uh, I used that, my mom, you know, grew up using those acronyms and a lot of other acronyms and mm -hmm, words too. Mm -hmm. I used that one time in school uh, when I was uh, uh, younger and uh, in like middle school, I got in a lot of trouble for it. So. Bobby, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm Bobby Gonzalez. So you can follow me on Instagram at sounds like Bobby. You can follow all of us at KTLA5 live on Instagram as well, if you care to do that. And you can listen to our podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll put this episode right up after the show and you can listen to it all over again. Robert. You got a little change up on your set there today. How you doing? Hi, Bobby. Yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you for noticing that. Yeah, hi guys. Robert Puente here at Just Rob 101. I moved some stuff around. I have Wester here, uh, front and center. Uh, my little baby boy, Wesley, Australian Shepherd, in case you don't hi, know. You Wesley. did some redecorating. Just a Look little at that. changing. Got my Just Rob over here in the corner, nice and tucked away. Uh, all of this was for our Christmas decorations, which I have this lovely wreath. Thank you to the creative service department. I'm not sure if that's who uh, left that here for us. But uh, I'm utilizing it for my set, and there you go. There you go. So thank you for joining our show. Happy, 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 happy Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Happy Wednesday. Today we're celebrating a fun little get together at a little park uh, down in Anaheim, a little tiny little place. Yeah, just yeah. a little. Uh, so really excited for that. Little so. mom and pop shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Also, Adventure I'll be City. <laughs> uh huh. Adventure park. City. <laughs> Adventure <laughs> City. <laughs> medieval times. I, okay, I love medieval. Yeah, times. we should go. Um, I'll be skedaddling in about 25 to 30 <laughs> minutes for the 5 p.m. You're going in for Pedro. it. I've been told to leave early. Why don't you? I've been told to leave Why don't just move it up to ten minutes? Why earlier? It's you have a, it's a three minute walk over there. Robert basically almost to say like, why don't you just not come here anymore? Okay. Why don't you basically, just not yeah. show up? <laughs> okay, if you're not going to be here, why don't you just make it official? That's rude. I That's love what he was saying. Here. I know. We like also, you to please be get too. in the. Uh, I know we've uh, pimped out the Facebook account already. On Instagram, we have at KTLA5Live, but on Twitter, we are also at KTLA5Live, where we tweeted out a few photos from you guys. Thank you again for going to LA Live this last weekend. The food drive was a huge success for LA Regional Food Bank. We appreciate your donations, cans, money, etc. So you can go see a few pictures we've tweeted there, as well as we changed our profile picture to a very fun group shot from a, a very festive day here on the set. Sweet. So Good check stuff. it out. All righty. Shall we? Go for it. You start. All right. The principal at one LAUSD campus says he is frustrated by a homeless encampment right outside the school, despite a ban against such encampments near schools. In August, the LA City Council voted to prohibit homeless encampments within 500 feet of schools. 
But the principal at Virgil Middle School says employees have had to clear the field in the past because of encampment fires and wires have been cut to the school's outdoor lighting. Students can't pass on the sidewalk to and from school. He hears complaints from parents, too. And we definitely try to be empathetic with, with the situation, but um, it is an issue, continues to be an issue. And I was hopeful that um, we we're going to get real support with, yeah, cleaning the area and just um, having a safe space for our kids to get to school. I think the best thing that the school can do or any public institution or employees can do is, yes, keep pushing for housing. You saw Lauren Lister there talking to somebody who lives at that encampment named Jazz. Now, Jazz told Lauren a few outreach workers have stopped by in the past months, but no police have cited them or asked them to move. We did reach out to the LAPD. They have not responded so far. But Councilman Mitch O'Farrell, who represents Koreatown and this campus, talked to us. He told us that outreach has been ongoing regarding the encampment and those efforts will continue to the end of his term. And I bet his parents love to hear that because, by the way, his term ends this Friday. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. One article says the enforcement, though, on this exact thing where the people want to move kids away from the schools, right? And move uh, homeless encampments homeless away, from away from schools. Homeless encampments away from schools. Largely depends. Maybe parents want to move kids away from schools too. Sorry, I yeah. don't know. Move so, to so yes. push to homeschooling well, these days. This largely depends on the city council members who follow through with this thing that they voted for. It makes you wonder, what will it take for anybody to pay attention here? Because not only kids are witnessing like drug use or violence or nudity, all these things that come along with encampments, now there are actual fires. Two fires. Right. Like what if the building catches on fire. Will council members then be responsible for not enforcing the rules that they voted for? 11 to 3, by the way. Mm -hmm. homeless, homeless advocates say, look, it just criminalizes homelessness. You move it from one area to another. But you gotta wonder, where is the evil in moving it away from schools and children? Mm -hmm. If you're not gonna provide treatment opportunities or housing, why is it that the kids have to, or that the, the homeless people have to be in front of kids in working class neighborhoods. Like send them to Beverly Hills oh, or yeah. Bel Air, or better yet, the city council members' homes who are not enforcing their own laws. By the way, you can keep up with all this at KTLA.com. Well, Just I remember Joe Buscaino made this a big part of his platform. He's in the San Pedro area, mm -hmm. and he got ridiculed for wanting to clean up the areas around schools. And a lot of the advocates for homeless rights are saying, well, where else do you want them to go? Which is a totally fair point. Jazz said the same thing. Okay, well, wh where do you want me to go? Fight for more low-income housing. Yep. Well, no, I, I don't think, think the solution is leaving it in front of a school bus. No, and that's the what I'm saying. The solution also isn't low-income housing. Yeah. I've, 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 I've showed Andrew something that they're doing, something in a different country where they laid out a bunch of places for people to be, be I guess, temporary ha temporarily housed uh -huh. uh, for, for quarantines. Right. Uh, and I was just like, well, look, if a country like this can do something like this, where it's a widespread, little tiny homes where a bunch of people can go and live. Did you talk about China? Like, that's another, I didn't say that. Um, <laughs> or is that what you're talking about, though? I, I, I can't remember. Okay, I'm so really but asking. You're saying it's not necessarily the low-income housing. Are you saying it's all the other things that attribute to somebody becoming homeless in our community? That, that's one thing, sure, but uh, creating more low-income housing isn't a solution necessarily because then it creates a community where it becomes rife with drug use and crime sure. and, com and communities full of people who are just not doing anything and don't, don't want to leave that place, don't want to get a job and earn money and pay for their own bills, yada, yada, yada. So it, it creates, a, it, it stems a whole new problem right. when you create what? a low-income housing community similar to the projects. I think it's a mix so. of all of that, right? It's like you do need more housing because we know that we we are we have a lack of housing in Los Angeles, homeless people or not. Like we need yeah. more housing. We need to build more housing. We need to build different kinds of housing 
for people to live in Los Angeles just because we don't have enough of it. That's why it's so expensive. But beyond that, you're right. We spend a lot of money on housing and we could spend more money on things like public health assistance. We could spend money on things like like mental health assistance, like actual drug rehabilitation, right. things like that, that are, that are all part of this like major issue that really kind of defines the day-to-day -day existence for Los Angeles. It's obviously a really complicated thing where there's not just one solution. LA Times did a great profile on a woman who lived right outside of KTLA. Do you mm. remember this story? Mm -hmm. yeah. Right here at Sunset in the 101. She tried really hard to get clean, got clean, got into low-income housing, and went back to the streets and chose to get back into the lifestyle of drugs or even just like hanging out with her friends because uh, that was I mean, her yeah, friend so group. Yeah, it's yeah. a life you know. You know? Exactly. Li that's exactly what she said. And she said she was born into that because she was a, uh, a victim of homelessness yeah. as a child. And it's it's so deeply rooted in so many of these people's lives and histories and like maybe coming from a home with d drug or alcohol abuse. And Robert, something we've talked about a lot, even when you get offered some low-income housing, there are some people who would rather, like this girl I'm referring to, who would rather stay in their lifestyle and not have to test to live somewhere. They'd yeah. rather live in their encampment and be able to do the drugs they want to do than not you and have four you, walls and a door. You become a victim of your own vices. And listen, right. I, I don't and think that's anybody- awful. That should, that, I mean, we should help that too. But the solution going back to this is not right. allowing I don't think anybody's uh, like saying, right, that, that like we're gonna fix homelessness. It's obviously a huge issue. We right. talk about it nonstop. It's just getting worse. I'm just saying like, why is it that we have to have children seeing this not only yeah. again like they're going to see it anywhere because if you drive down any street in los angeles you're going to witness and you're going to see yeah. people who are struggling on the streets and it's, it's a bummer yeah. but it is part of life the thing that i think is really scary is when you talk about these encampments that the city is not doing anything about yeah. that are catching on fire yeah. that potentially could lead to killing or hurting or at least damaging schools yeah. it's like why is it that we have to suffer for this as well I, it just... we've all seen it we've all seen it with our own two eyes just casually driving around los angeles or even here in front of the station in hollywood i had to get off the phone with my grandpa once because i'm like hey there's this uh, i think this person's like home is on fire under the freeway so i gotta call 911 and yeah. I mean, like it's, it's, just it's, it's, it's just rampant you just want somebody to do something I, you know and i just, i don't know but we got more city council. I was gonna say, the, 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 like, we have to do something, but doing something when you don't have the right thing to do isn't necessarily the right thing either. I guess that's a good point. And we don't, who knows what it is? We've obviously spent like billions of dollars on this problem. Remember Catherine Barger tried to get a group together of like people who are interested in the mental health community and like that came under fire because she asked Dr. Drew to become involved and like that, whatever happened to that committee? Well, he go? and I are on the outs because he doesn't respond to my tweets anymore, so. Oh, really? <laughs> well, I'm Dr. He never did. Uh, the LA City Clerk has approved a recall petition against embattled city councilman Kevin DeLeon. This means organizers can begin collecting signatures. They must collect more than 20,000 from registered voters of the 14th district by March 31st. DeLeon, along with Councilman Gil Cedillo, have defied widespread calls to resign for taking part in recorded conversations that involved racist comments and attempts to manipulate the redistricting process. It's an old crime with a new twist, and police say cases of what is being called bank jugging are on the rise during the holidays. The crime involves thieves who stake out potential victims in bank parking lots, follow them to their next destination, and then rob them. Surveillance footage in July captured a bank jugging incident in Sherman Oaks. A man who took out $10,000 in cash was robbed moments after walking out of the bank. Listen. Usually you have somebody driving a vehicle. Oftentimes you have somebody that's actually inside the bank 
posing as a customer themselves, and they're in communication with each other, so they're keeping close eyes on their victims. I don't take my entire wallet with me. I just take my small credit card and put it in my pocket and walk into the bank and walk out. I'm afraid because I don't know who's coming from behind. Police are urging people to be extra aware of their surroundings. They say if something doesn't look right, call 911 right away. But what in the world does the word jugging mean? Yeah, why Why do we say that? Where does it come from? Well, it's, it's really crazy because the definition of jugging, if you Google it, is to stew an item in an earthenware jar. <laughs> That's like straight up what the definition is, but okay. it's also slang criminology for just this exact thing where someone follows somebody from a bank or an ATM. And I have Googled it and I cannot find hardly any usage of the word jugging mm -hmm. since like, if you look at the Google Trends from, like, 2004, mm -hmm. it's been searched, like, zero times so <laughs> up is this until one this of the, summer. The news, is this a news term? Did we it, make this up? It, it either is, yes, it's, an, it's either a news term that we made up, or it's something that, that only is used within criminology or within law enforcement that now has this, just popped over to mainstream. Is this, hmm. is this a bad association with Juggalos? Uh, they, are, they already have a bad association. <laughs> are they angry about <laughs> this? We should go to, I wish I we... Let's I go to Juggalo expert, <laughs> yeah. Bobby Gonzalez. Are Juggalos mad about this? I don't know. I'll have to check in with my Juggalo friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go to the, uh, what is it, the, the, ga the gathering of the Juggalos yeah. mm -hmm. the next time around and uh, just, start I, asking just some questions. Just want to say, I've done some stories on Juggalos, met them before, it's like, fine. It's like a really pleasant, nice, really fun. pleasant people. Like, nice, they just like, want party. definitely know their brand. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy some of their music. Yeah. Some of their music. Yeah, it's fine. I would imagine as like a, you know, a, a desert rat, like you probably have had some experience. Don't associate me with banning in Beaumont, sir. I, first of all, I'm not name-checking any specific area of the Inland Empire. I know that. This, you, every time you bring it up, desert, that's what you look Palm at. Desert you look at me committee. and associate it. Am I wrong? No shame. No shame in the Juggalo game. But don't jug. Is that what you would call it? To jug? To jug? Jugging. Yes, but again, Is I'm more the... concerned about why the people out there who are who are stewing items in earthware and Earthen <laughs> containers. Are, what are they? Are they out here offended? Really quick, did you guys see like the latest uh, art installation at one of like you know Los Angeles has a bunch of like art expos uh -huh. and like uh, they had Art a, Babel. You're gonna talk about is the it, ATM. You saw that, right? Yeah. Yes, it's so cool. It's an ATM where it's like a leaderboard. I, 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 you know his brain so well. Speak, <laughs> <laughs> Robert. You, you insert your card in there uh, and to check your balance, whatever, yada yada. Um, and then after that, it, it has like a TV screen above head, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and it, it'll show like your balance. And the person with the most, with the highest balance, I suppose, is number one. You're like a video game. Yes, like a video game. <laughs> and so the person at the very bottom would be zero balance, and the top person uh -huh. at the top had like, I can't remember, Bobby, it was like 13 million or something like that. Oh my god! But everyone in the middle I, had about like 10,000, 12,000 dollars in your savings. Interesting. The and last like, one I saw that got the high score was our friend Diplo. Oh, who did it and, he, and he got uh, that's pretty cool. Score. But I'm, wow. it could, he could have been outdone. Oh, you know, that's we all went to dinner with Diplo right. at oh, yeah. Casa Vega, yeah. and pick um, up the check. He got the check. <laughs> I was going to say we check. didn't pay. We didn't pay. That that I I I realize now that that's what they've been calling me about. Actually, <clears throat> we didn't pay that bet. That bet. Oh. <laughs> no, it was on Diplo's tab. And we really want to recognize yeah. LA City firefighters who have performed acts of bravery. Uh, by showing you this recap of a ceremony last night, LAFD Valor Awards were held at Dodger Stadium. The actions that were recognized range from stopping a domestic violence incident to rescuing an elderly woman from a burning building. The biggest award went to fire engineer Mario Rodriguez. He received the department's Medal of Valor for trying to save the life of an off-duty Monterey Park police officer who was shot by attempted robbers while sitting in his car outside an LA Fitness in Downey. You know, I just feel honored. I, I feel humbled by this experience and, and uh, um, you know, would have done this for anyone. Our congratulations and thanks to the honorees and all firefighters for the bravery and help they provide 
every day. Bobby, this story, this is for you. Okay, sure. An increase of shoplifting at Walmart stores may lead to the company to raise prices or even close some of their locations. That's the word, at least from the chain CEO, Doug McMillan. He says thefts have been higher more recently than it's ever historically been. He says prosecutors continue to go easy on suspects who are caught, then the problem does not get corrected and that could result in Walmart increasing prices or closing down some of their stores. Target, also not immune to the rise in shoplifting, citing 400 million in losses in the fiscal year. This is this is a little upsetting in two, two different ways. Okay. Part of it is, is that it's kind of BS. <laughs> How are you gonna say we're gonna we're increase? It's it's the it's the the minority's fault. The, the very few who are actually shoplifting. It's their fault that uh -huh. we have to increase prices across all our oh, hundreds of stores I across see. the entire uh -huh. country, uh -huh. no, kind of, which will lead to this much that. extra revenue mm -hmm. because just you know George and you know uh, whatever the heck stole this or that worth of mm -hmm. merchandise. You know, even if throughout the whole year it's a, it equals a million dollars in a merchandise that's stolen or shoplifted. You're right, a drop in the bucket for Walmart. Absolutely. A drop in the bucket. Wait, is that, are you saying a million dollars? Because I, I think I've, I might have told I don't know this what the story before. Figure is. That I did a story when I, this had to have been over uh, seven years ago, seven or eight years ago, at a Walmart in the Coachella Valley, one million dollars from the cosmetic area in one year alone. In one year alone. In one year alone from the cause, and the, I, this is like drugstore cosmetics. We're not stealing like Sephora. We're stealing, by the way, no hate. But I'm just saying, to rack up to a million dollars. A million dollars in losses in one store from one section of that store in one year. What's even crazier is, is and that was in 2015, before how, like this became a yeah, huge right. thing. As, as if raising the prices is going to deter people from stealing. Right. Instead of making it harder yeah. to steal, sort of it's just it, like, right. hey, they're so just going to steal more. Now you got something more valuable. That's okay, right. So you just right. stole something. Well, right. And so it'll punish you, her, sure. him. It'll, it punishes all of us <laughs> because nice. just one person wants to go steal or whatever. The, the second upsetting part, though, is I've seen people get upset over this argument, which I don't necessarily buy into. But I've seen like an older, elderly woman, there was a guy shoplifting, and this elderly woman put herself in the line of danger uh -huh. to stop this man from shoplifting. Yeah. She, she succeeded, which is, you know, kudos to her, but she put herself in danger, she could have got very hurt. And then on top of that, the whole time she's yelling, you're the reason prices are getting higher. You're the reason. Oh, That's not necessarily vigilante. true either though. Inflation is part of it. The government yeah. giving away free money to everybody is uh -huh. part of it. There's so many components to it. And it puts this idea in people's head that this person shoplifting, you know, there's some people, you know, Aladdin shoplifted, whatever. Oh my I God. Mean, <laughs> I knew this was where this was going. I knew this was where this was going. perfect. He's just excited for tonight. That's, that's it, that's it. But no, I, I will sing Disney tunes in the car. I, I think I think you make a really a really interesting and a good point. And I, and I, I think to go back to what you were saying where it's like, it, it really impacts people who are, it's not like, people who are super rich care about this kind of stuff, right? right? They can continue to, to pay six and eight dollars a gallon for gas mm -hmm. and drive their Maseratis and go to the pottery barn or whatever. No, yeah. it's the people who are- Except that was a story, remember? That was Which a story, people yes. are shopping yes. at Walmart I'm now sure they'll be fine. Okay, yeah. so whatever. But I'm saying like, you know, Walmart a lot of times serves communities in a major way that like don't have the ability to shop a lot of other places. Right. And for better or for worse, I think it's just like, you're right. They, they, and it does feel a little bit like kind of red meat to say like, well, in, oh, it's you not, know, yeah, the yeah. DA is just prosecuted right, better, which right. like I get, you know, you, have, you saw a story a couple weeks ago of a guy in North Carolina who died, died because yeah. 
a shot. He tried to stop a shoplifter, and he I know got that pushed over and yeah, hit his yeah. head. And and, uh-huh. and that's not even a new thing, as far as like what Robert you were saying, where people aren't supposed to get involved. I mean, but when we worked retail 15 years ago, that we had this thing, and they said anytime came in, anytime somebody came in and they were shoplifting mm-hmm. on the on the radio, mm-hmm. the little gap earpiece, stay they away. Would say, wow, I really started. I, I was I've been doing this for a long time, man. <laughs> Wearing an earpiece. On the gap yeah. earpiece, they would say, uh, friendly shoppers are here. We got some friendly shoppers. Friendly shoppers, which meant to you to know everybody on the floor. Uh-huh. Stay away. There's people who are who are shoplifting, shoplifting and it. don't you dare try to interfere because if you do, we will fire you. Because obviously they don't want to deal with a lawsuit. I don't remember if, what yeah, Abercrombie said, but it was something like, "Can I get you a bag for that?" Mm, something very passive it's aggressive. Loss prevention, as loss opposed prevention. to try to actually well, like you know. Yeah. yeah. Because you know, and it, and it does impact the bottom line. But I kind and of we agree were also with you, only t- told to say, "Hey." When someone walk in the store, so hey. not a huge. That's actually, if I my memory serves, that seems like way more than I would ever get out of people at Abercrombie and Fitch back in the day. That means we profiled you. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just true. kidding. Um, you definitely look like you would have spent money at the Abercrombie. <laughs> no, um, but it was always like, hey, or your tagline. I don't, I don't know if Lindsay's watching, but at Hollister, when they give you like a little piece of paper where they like tell you what your tagline of the week is. Hey you. That's really the kind of stuff that yes. they do. What has psychotic? Yes. You. That, by the way, I know this is total What's tangent. Up? It's twenty five oh. after. What's up? But have we seen the have we seen the documentary, the Abercrombie Fitch documentary? I have documentary? not. I have not. You've got to watch it, especially somebody who you know clearly worked there. No. <laughs> We're gonna take a quick break when we come back. More five live. The kids store, including <laughs> robot. Apocalypse. Yeah, let's Multiple do it. apocalypses. Okay. Uh, good boys who are breaking. We have a whole block of good boys and some bad boys. Yeah, we won't get to them. Plus, Robert's most mispronounced word of the year. Oh, what are you doing stretching that, that hammy? Yeah, stretching the hip. Uh huh. Oh my yeah, God. Just getting that good stretch. Robert or Bobby, let's see you touch your toes over there. No, I can't. Come what? on, just stick to there. It is. Hey! Now with all the breaking bus. Samantha? Thank you, Micah. Supervisors in San Francisco have voted <laughs> to put the brakes on a policy that would let police use robots for deadly force. The Board of Supervisors voted unanimously to ban the use of robots for lethal force for now. They sent the issue back to a committee for further discussion. They could allow it in limited cases in the future, but the mayor will still have to approve the measure. One of the supervisors said the major reason was because of public outcry. The proposal that's to us. use that's us. Yeah, I know. Isn't that great? <laughs> the proposal to use lethal force robots is part of a larger piece of legislation authorizing San Francisco LA San Francisco PD to use military gear. Andy. Also, it's important to note this is not a robot with a gun. It's a robot with an explosive. Okay. Controlled by a person. A viewer was upset that I asked a question last week. Oh, here what we is go. the justification for actually needing this tech? So I did some research. The police chief in San Francisco says they want to use it in very specific situations, like one where lives have already been lost, or where it would be too dangerous to send in a police officer. Okay, do we, I I don't know if you guys talked about this because I wasn't on the show when you did the story. 2016, Dallas. Mm. Do you remember the guy, the sniper who was killing police? He killed five police officers in downtown Dallas. They sent one of these with an explosive into the parking garage where this guy was holed up. Mm. 
and that's how they got him. They were able to about, use this. Talk about Texas versus California. Well, <laughs> it's a big whole difference there. But I, I remember that being so traumatizing. Like watching the news that night because yeah. it was happening late, and I was working the night shift, and you're sitting there waiting for more information. Like, please get this guy. Right. He can't just be out there. Boom, 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 boom. They, this this is a perfect example of how this can be used Maybe. to stop further killings. If and it, it's a human being behind If it works. It. I mean, the thing is, it's like, I'm not, that's I'm, one situation. Obviously, it's a very complex situation. I'm not saying it for or against it. But that is one e example that has already been used, and it worked. And I think the big difference is, like, you're talking about, like, I mean, there's so many differences, right? It's Texas, it's California. You also have, a, it's all a part of a larger plan for the San Francisco Police Department that really was kind of under fire because they wanted to use military tactics in their city, uh -huh. right? And so that's like where this is coming from. And I think even if you look at all the other situations where you've got, I don't know, a school shooter, for instance, right? Mm -hmm. Talk about Uvalde. Mm -hmm. It's like the robot, you could have sent a robot in, but also you had 45 deputies that were just standing outside of there and didn't go in. Right. And it's like, well, wait a minute. Shouldn't the people who are trained to like go in and face these kinds of things? Sure. I think that it's just but like- But if they're, if they're not, like we saw in Uvalde, then yeah, you have this little That guy, shouldn't be the solution well, that we can just yeah. be like wimps and like- I'm not saying just it should be the solution, but if that's your, you know, dad, husband, whatever, and you have an option of sending in something that's not gonna lose its life, I, I, where well, is but, this? So before, but and when we did this story, when we did this story before, there were some there was some vagueness around what types of situations this would be used for. Mm -hmm. And one of the examples they said were was um, in situations where lives were at risk. So our argument was like, well, why would you go in and send an exploding thing into an area where lives were at risk? It wasn't clear if it like in like in a hostage situation that wouldn't make much sense, right? To send in a robot because then it, with it, a bomb, you'd be throwing out like, the baby with the bathwater yeah, type. Yeah, yeah, like you and could you could you could be. Just the you physics. Could, you could harm f uh, innocent right. life for the sake of sending in a robot to to uh, deal with a perpetrator. And, the, the and also, you brought up the argument too. It's like, well, if you're going to send in a robot, why make it explode? Why 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 not use some sort of non-lethal thing attached uh -huh. to the robot? That yeah. could, or beyond that, somebody, I mean, it's just like you have a robot moving into a place that has to get somewhere to explode versus like a trained SWAT person who has but a gun. Who do you think is going to be behind the no, but it operation? That's not, but still, like a robot, it doesn't matter who is controlling it. A robot is never going to get okay, into a situation. It super does matter who's controlling no, no, I'm it. Saying, I'm saying it doesn't, it, it, okay, my point is if you have someone who's trained with a weapon who like knows how to use that, a bullet is going to stop that guy way faster than having to drive a robot into a place and then explode it hopefully without him getting out right. of the way. We also, we also touched on, I don't know if you remember the whole Dorner, when Dorner holed yeah. up in the cabin and they yeah. sent in a, a surveillance robot. Yeah. Took forever to get the thing out there. Mm -hmm. I think it had like, they, they had shot in like a gas bomb or something. It caught the whole cabin on fire. Yeah, it was I just like that. a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it kind of makes you think like, is, is this the most efficient way to deal with this situation. And that, but Dorner had already killed two police officers, right? By that point, he had already- By that point, yeah. So maybe if we work on this technology so it doesn't take forever to get the gas bomb out or we make it a more precise method, I don't know. I, I don't I, know if I, I'm totally for it because I don't like this idea of like sending something I, in there and I, I don't know if I'm against it. I think I, it's I a know. complex issue and it's I also yeah. think that, that the, the slope can get very slippery. Yeah. And it's and like do, we, do we want to have drones in our cities yeah. Killing people is like yeah. really what the what the question comes down to, and it's like yeah. we so far have said you know we can use these in a military capacity, yeah. but we don't have drones flying around that can like shoot a car out of the sky. And, and what this also what this also leads to um, a further just to, to people being less trained in dealing with these kinds of situations because now we're going to be dependent on these kind of robots 
And so, if, for instance, if we have more autonomous driving, nobody's going to know how to drive because the car just drives for you. So now we have a society that You're saying there are going to be so many robots so, that the knowledge of gun use will be eliminated. Not gun use, but necessarily non-lethal uh, apprehension of a suspect. Uh, because right. now you're just sending in a robot. Oh, let's just send in the robot. What? And then suddenly there's going to be a cop there, the robot malfunctions or something, you know, God forbid. And now they're going to be stuck there like, oh, what do we but do? The, All the, we've ever done is use robots. Aren't, but the robot's brains aren't doing the thing. Yeah, it is a still person. a human being who is trained in this, who's operating the robot. Yeah, and I, think, I don't know. I just like. I just do. We need more things that can kill stuff. <laughs> like we have, we we're pretty effective You're at killing people. You're a human. Yes. But if it's a thing that can't That's, die, I'm no ch- way. No, 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 no. Let me be very clear. I just think it's like it's completely ineffectual and. Uh, just the How idea. How do you know that? I don't because it's like you can't hack a gun right now and make it go somewhere and shoot somebody. Like that's I think the major I, difference. That's an it. absolutely wonderful point to make. Is that what if these things can be hacked? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Good. Yes, I understand that. I mean, you but got somebody with a Radio Shack thing being like, oh, I got you. You know. I mean, well, there's like a, anyone there's who a, buys Radio Shack equipment should be on a list anyway. That's fair. It's but gone. I, just, like, there's a there's a crime syndicate in the valley that has controls that are able to just open car doors no matter what and yeah. steal your bike yeah, yeah, out yeah, of the Ashley back. says. Ashley, uh, who works down the hall, biggest fan, says, what about a nice robot, a peacekeeping robot that can talk someone down? Yeah, sure. There I'm you go. For, like, using you know more all technology. I have to say about any of this is, Robert, can we take Apple TV One? And I think you said it best, actually. Oh, we're going right. to need to get the audio up there. Uh, okay. Just give me a second. But one thing that I am a little fearful uh-huh. of is all the robot uh, activists coming forward and saying, <laughs> what about the robots? You know, they're, you know, they're, yeah, they didn't shoot. You laugh, you laugh, but you watch any <laughs> yeah, sci-fi yeah. movie uh-huh. or read any sci-fi book. <laughs> this is already going on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We have the blueprint for yeah. how exactly this goes. Yeah. It's just we're at the beginning of the movie right now. Okay, and with that, why the f- nope, Andy? What? What is it? Why the first time? Shut up, Andy. The rules of the, <laughs> the, rules of the- See, this is why, why the first robots. time? Shut not up, you. Andy. Were we really not able to kill people enough effectively already? Like, I guess it just to, to me, it's just very strange. Anyway, um, a photo editing app is soaring in popularity while also stirring up some controversy. Oh, you love this. Or controversy. (laughs) No one says that. Uh, Bill Shatner did. The app is called Lenza AI, and it allows users to generate portraits of themselves in a number of digital art styles via artificial intelligence. This has some artists upset, saying that the AI uses models of their own original artwork without permission or compensation. So essentially, like, it takes in all the information and then it creates things based on their style or their aesthetic. One artist who makes Dungeons and Dragons inspired art says he worries by next year, he won't be able to find his actual art because of so many duplicates. I think we're all going to, to suffer because of that. Lenza costs about eight bucks a month or $30 a year per user. Right now it is the number one app on the Apple and Google Play stores. I think Gosh. like anything with this, it is kind of dangerous, but I think that the AI art thing, while like it does have a little spooky uh, um, potential for the future, It'll, like, people will get over this in, like, five minutes. And I don't know. I don't know, because I, this, to me, like, it feels like this came very quickly. Like, the quality of the quality of, of, of work that the AI was able mm-hmm. to spit out happened very quickly. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people that are kind of in the art world, particularly the digital art world, that are worried about this because people are now being able to generate their own digital art by searching terms and then, you know printing that out and putting it up in their homes instead of going to actual artists or commissioning work from actual artists. This looks like- And it's kind of a, you know, this AI can do in minutes what would take like 
yeah, a lifetime like of a few skills. Days. I think you guys to create. This looks like artwork that I would not buy on the Venice Boardwalk. That's what this is. <laughs> I mean, sure, maybe not this uh, pixie Taylor Swift. Yeah. But who knows in a week from now, right. or, or uh, two weeks from now, or a month from now, like what, what you know, they'll be able to produce. Yeah, that's and, true. It'll like, probably get better. And the better. story said, they're they're using the machines are learning based on actual artists. I learn by watching you. <laughs> it's like this is almost like like stealing other people other artists works and counterfeiting other artists works for for the sake of this um, app I don't but it's fun I I think it's kind of cool I, do it. I haven't seen any of you guys use it uh, I'm no. really curious I did it what I actually did it but, but I didn't post, post it because okay, I don't okay. you're very polite yeah, wow like just, yeah, oh my gosh sure, thank you no so one, much thank you for not burdening my us own self to like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to I do want to make one too just so I could see Robert goes so much it was so much wow I want to make one too, Bobby, because I'm really interested in what I would look like, but I don't want to share with the world because it's just so sickening. I'm tired of seeing everybody post it and as if they created it or drew I mean, it. And that's, just like, welcome to the oh. internet. That's every. Yeah. That's, this has been going on since MySpace. You oh, yeah. beat a dead horse. Right. You stare at the same that's thing over think, and over until no one cares about it. Because they all become very iterative and they all start yeah. to sort of look alike. They all have that like AI thing to them. Mm -hmm. yeah. And until they get to a point where they can pass that, like, I think that everyone will be like, oh, yeah, that's AI art. We're like not interested in that anymore. I wasn't just interested like the first time. Like the first time I saw it, I know, but, like, but the implicate, but like the implications, Rich on tech, first but, person. But the implications yeah. further beyond that are like this is like fun for like your social media and creating avatars. But beyond this, like what about concept artists yes. who are doing you know storyboarding for movies? What about you know set designers who like all these people who who make a living off of um, creating artwork like this that takes like I said a while, at least a few days. Now you could just type in, uh, I need a Western set with a dragon flying over the hill yeah. for this new movie. And then the AI does it. And then you take that to your pitch meeting. And be like, I think the infinite, because so, they it, can it, even yeah. generate story ideas. Yeah. And they can generate concepts and, yeah. and, and, and background worlds and all that kind of stuff. And I think you're right. The faster it gets, the more insane yeah. it will be. Do you think it's not AI? No substitution for that. Do you think this app in particular is more problematic than the one that writes essays for people? <laughs> I know we saw that one. Yeah, Have you that. ever read some yeah. of those? Some of them are really funny. Wait, I sent you one today. I sent you guys one that was like, make it Shakespeare, but what was it? Oh, the, the uh... Write a Shakespearean sonnet about a man unclogging his toilet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For I, a man, do vow to vanquish thee. I would say, like, I think, I wonder, you know, if you're, if you're in high school right now. <laughs> no clog shall stay, no blockage <laughs> shall rebel. <laughs> My might, for I am strong and brave and free. <laughs> it's so stupid. See, that's good. That's good, I know, but it's going to get better. And, you know, the, the lucky thing is that all of us are just here, not AI. And, and I guarantee you that KTLA will not invest the money into replacing us with artificial intelligence, at least not this year. At least not this year. It's not in the budget. We'll be right back. I have to go. Bye. Do you want to do this um, before you leave? All I was going to say is that the Rams picked up, Rams picked up Baker Mayfield. So you care about sports. Wow. That's interesting to you. That's what he looks like. Yeah, that's what he looks like. All right. Cool. Yep. Thank you, Sam. You're welcome. Also, um... Bye. See bye. you in 20 minutes and 30 seconds. <laughs> I was like, how do I, I don't even know what the story means. He's During, like, TNT halftime um, show. Who's Kenny Smith? Is that an explosion? Who's Shaq? He works here. Oh, we'll be he back. Does. Two minutes and 30 seconds, guys. See you soon.
And welcome back to the show. We lost our most coveted member here, KTLA hey, Sam. Kevin, what a diss on me and you. <laughs> what? Me, you and me? Yeah. Look, no, no, look, look. A diss on us. He oh, said, yeah. he oh, said yeah. we lost our most coveted yeah. member. Oh, yeah. what, no, to be fair, no one made a sign for us at the food drive. That's, That's true. true. They made a sign for Samantha Cortez. You know, so. that is a good point. I, if you're out there in that world of yours, and you come out to see us next time, I want to see an individual sign for Mr. Bobby Gonzalez. <laughs> I heart Bobby Gonzalez with a uh -huh. Z. Yeah, yeah. Gonzalez with a Z. That's it. That's right. I want to see an I heart Ron Robert Puente mm -hmm. yep. mm -hmm. with a P, right. and an I heart Andy Reesmeyer with your last with name my spelled last correctly. Name spelled right. Yeah. Also, though, by the way, I'm not sure if anyone caught this on the live hit uh, when we were live in downtown LA, but Andrew. I don't for know, one but second, whatever it is, just just blow the lid on it. For one second, he called me Ron. I think <laughs> that's like an inside joke. No, it's not. And um, people know. People don't know that, and so I. Wish I said we... my friend Ron Ronald Robert Puente. Okay, okay. <laughs> that's what I said. That's what I <laughs> called Ron. So it's fair Robert to say that Puente. you may have mispronounced my name because it's Robert. You I'm think I sure. don't know your actual I, I, name, I even though I created that nickname for you? That could have been the real Ronald Puente. Well, of course, we here at KTLA will never mispronounce any words, uh -huh. as, as Andrew just said. Mm -hmm. uh, but as we end the year, the year, a new <laughs> oh list. Oh my god! That was <laughs> even god. That could not even have been more perfect. <laughs> yes, it was. As we end the year. But as we end the year, a new list have, has been released of 22, 2022's most mangled words and names. According to the captioning, uh, the captioning group, here are the, wor the, the words most flubbed by public figures this year, uh, including some unfortunate news anchors. Sports reporters have uh, battled with Miami Dolphins quarterback, to, oh God, this is gonna be a fun one for me. Uh, Tua Togovoloya? Toanga Tuanga Vuala. There you go. I, I cannot, I couldn't say that word to save my life, guys. Also from the sports world is tennis superstar uh, Novik Do Dojovic. That one's a little better there. Uh, here in so uh, SoCal, we could the never. Robert, the in white. The, the pronunciation, pronunciation is right below. Well, there's help. There's, there's words there's, like. There's uh, the pronunciation uh, guide yes, right below. To help it. me out a little bit, but it's still not really helping me there. Uh, here in SoCal, we could never mess up Angel Stars. Um, Shui Otana. Or, uh, how about Ukrainian city? Uh, Zaporaza. <laughs> and finally, I would, I would have to read this script before actually doing it in practice here. So I'm like breaking bullets, uh, sweating bullets out here. You guys want to take There you go. Just oh, making going. the team have a good old chuckle Please. there. Hopefully you're enjoying this too. Please. And finally, who could mispronounce uh, Ch Chick's Club? Chick <laughs> Chulub. Chick Chulub. The crater in the Gulf of Mexico created one. by the asteroid that likely caused dinosaurs to go extinct. And like them, I so. am also completely yeah. dead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well done. You take a close-up yeah. shot of Bobby's <laughs> yeah. crying. <laughs> Bobby is crying. He's trying not to. Let's try to be supportive. Those but. words Buddy, are that's great. Man, they break your spirit right there. Yeah, <laughs> they're, you know, they're yeah. a tough one. They I will say this much. I am just happy that you did that because I can't pronounce anyone who plays sports either. So. Yeah, that's true. Well, the one I can't pronounce, unlike our good old president, Oaxaca, so there goes the well, whole Alex, yes. Our president? That wasn't, that's, Lou Dobbs is our president in yeah. your world? <laughs> A migrant caravan yeah. making its way to the Mexican city of Wahila. <laughs> that's a good one. Very good. All right. Time for uh, well, here. Yep. Mm -hmm. Coming right. in. There you go. A new program will bring dog training education to LA County Juvenile Halls. Isn't that Aww, nice? Yeah. County Board of Soups have approved a plan to provide up to $250,000 in funding to bring the Pause for Life program to juvenile facilities. The program allows incarcerated youth 
to get on the job training by teaching them how to train LA City shelter dogs. Aww. They're also hoping it teaches the youth emotional and mental health management skills. The program will start operating first at Barry J. Niedorf Juvenile Hall in Silmar. That's pretty cool. Really, really Sweet. awesome. I Is that how you got your dog? No, not like that. You're not a wayward youth? Not a wayward. You sure? No. Oh, I stole him from wayward. Did you, sh did you share this, Andrew, when you went to Hawaii? I'm not sure if I heard this from you or someone else, um, but I'm sorry if it, 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 you did say this. But when you go to Hawaii, there's actually a program there where you can adopt a dog just for a day uh, oh, I didn't while you know cruise this. around no. the island. You did know this? I did not. No, I've never rental. heard of that. Yeah, yeah, it's like a dog rental almost, but you're fostering the dog just oh, for a day. Oh, I've kind of heard of this. You can explore the island, go hiking, have dinner, whatever. I think they offer this elsewhere, too. I don't so think cool. it's only in Hawaii. Yeah, you can kind of like rent a dog for a day. I would have done that in Italy, dude. I would have been walking around all of Venice yeah. with a little puppy, you know. You I push me know. How many of those dogs ever come back? I know, I wonder. <laughs> like, that's a lot. I, I mean, know. you gotta go through a lot to rent a Jeep. I know. You like rent a living a being for a day? Yeah. I mean, I like it, it's really cool. It's just, I think a lot of people also stay in hotels and you can't like bring your dog to the hotel. Yes, you, you can. Know? There's Some lots of dogs are dog friendly. friendly. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know, it's like the hotel I get to. Hey, so, let's all say Bravo Brazos. Bravo, Bravo Brazos. Yeah, that's the Fort Worth Zoo's little <laughs> elephant, and he appears to be a budding artist. While playing with a large branch in the elephant yard, Brazos turned it into a compass and drew a perfect circle in the dirt. Look at him go. Wow. wow. The zoo thinks it's a coincidence, but it looks like Brazos knew what he was doing. Artistic talent might run in the family, too. Brazos' grandma, Rasha, will occasionally paint as a form of enrichment. The elephants know. are very smart. There's videos on YouTube that you can watch of elephants painting like pictures and it's crazy. That's really cool. I mean, nothing on the AI artists, but it's pretty close. I'd rather have an elephant painting than a uh oh. AR. Ooh, pretty beautiful. Yeah. I'm glad we get to share this moment. I'm glad Sam's now gone out of the picture. Thank Cramping God. our style. So I know. Share this beautiful sunset Cramped Manta. together. Crumpus. <laughs> yeah, just kidding, we missed her already. Uh, let's take a quick break and Yeah, let's take a Facebook. break, come back with a Facebook cool. check-in and uh, we will see you in two minutes and 30 seconds. Welcome back to the show. We are uh, feverishly trying to pull up the Facebook check-in. Sometimes quality makes the difference, and it works well, and it doesn't work well. It's all right. But darn it, we try. You spinning into oblivion? Always. To Leanna? That's me. I guess we could just read them. I, I feel like silly. Whoa! Can you try two? Yeah, I'm just not getting the little pop-up. I'm just getting says. the window. I'm just getting spinners. No, spinners. Um, well, you know, when Samantha leaves, basically the show goes off the rails. No, that's not true. Stop saying that. Oh, I think I got it. Hold on. Did you? Oh, you're in. I can there tell. You go. Can you see? Yes, I can. Ooh, and I got it too two? now. I'm on 5,800. I'm on cool. two. Are you on we one? We got two Apple TVs connected. Now, how exciting is that? Once again, um, welcome back to our show. Happy, happy Wednesday. Hopefully you're commenting on the Facebook group, saying some nice stuff or some comments on some of the stories we just discussed. We're gonna take your comments right now. Bobby, I have it up if you're ready for this. Do you have mine yeah. or, or Andy's? I have whoever is on Kristen. That's me. That's right, Andy. Sweet. Kristen says, I honestly don't think it would matter if Ronald read any of those names backward or forward. My face hurts from laughing. I heart you, Robbie. <laughs> Thank you, Kristen. He was breaking bullets. Oh. You were breaking bullets. I don't know. Breaking a sweat and sweating bullets. Sweaty up, yep. All of it, all of it. Art Gray. Shout out Wesley, yes, uh, shout out to Art Gray. He's the, thanks to him, I have this beautiful picture up here. So Spelling it right too, W-S-T-L-Y. Thank you, sir. 
Inexplicable. Kristen, uh, Inexplicable. Uh, I think the evolution of art will always leave somebody some style, some technique behind. Think of the camera obscura evolving from a telescope into a smartphone. Art is ever expanding with the changes in society. A pro and a con. Yeah, I agree. I guess the only difference would be that in those other examples, there are actual hum other human beings behind it and not like a artificial entity. Yes. You're right. Well, I mean, we'll see what happens. We'll see where it goes. But, but I think, you know, just creative destructions with that, what's yeah. that called? It's like yeah. it's the story throughout history, tales old as time. I think if anything, uh, and this is a, a, a shooty thing for me to say because oh, I don't make I my it. money based on art like that. Um, but I guess like if, it, if I was in that position, it would make me upset and then maybe I'd try to figure out, okay, Tell now I gotta push, new, yeah. I gotta push forward to do something that's even better yeah. and more different and evolve the form. Mm -hmm. But again, like, good point. I can say that because I, I don't I don't make my living off Etsy. As an artist, Cat Lion says I have a lot of artist friends that are telling people to boycott the AI app because it steals people's art. I mean, yeah, that's exactly yeah, right. I'm seeing the same thing. Yeah. Gene says, what's y'all's cash tag? I feel generous. <laughs> wow, hey. I, I don't know. I will DM you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we could accept that. Uh, Coach says, you guys make me laugh. Y'all represent the stupid public, which I am a member. All right. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> me too. What a, what a, what a <laughs> nice we love friends, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, Coach. We love that. Yeah. Coach Ron Tunic, it's who is a- It's still nicer than a lot of the other stuff that we hear. So. <laughs> <laughs> He's a rising star yeah. in, the, in the group right now, actually. Kristen says, Samantha, uh, do not watch the Abercrombie documentary. You will hate it for multiple reasons. I will say, sure, yes, but it's very interesting. Mm. And I think it's like really, really cool to like go back in time to that point. And the big takeaway we've talked about on the show before is that like, yes, Abercrombie and Fitch did some awful things. I think that, that it's not unique to them though. The whole fashion industry is based on separating you from your soul. Yeah. <laughs> in order to make you think if, that if you need today, this like, in order to be attractive. With Balenciaga and right. uh, Prada and so many other All brands. about exclusivity, baby. Kristen says, Andy, how do you think about saving loose change in a water jug when you say bank jugging, like a piggy bank junk? Uh, yeah, by tricking them. So there you go. Uh, it's been uh, used by Fetty Wap, uh, Gucci Mane, 2 Chains, Kodak Black, and Young Scooter. All right, all right. All right. Nice. What's this says, I work for an affordable housing development and management company. We develop and manage affordable housing, uh, but build and maintain all our properties, like luxury residences, so it doesn't create an atmosphere living in the projects. But instead, we feel like everybody deserves to live in a clean, safe and beautiful place, regardless of how much you pay for rent. We also offer a lot of services and activities for our residents that are free, not only to build a sense of community, but also support them in their new homes. That sounds really, really fantastic. That sounds mm -hmm. great. Yeah, yeah, it really does. like a really yeah. great and noble uh, uh, job you have But it also there. sounds like people need to consistently <clears throat> subscribe to the community's guidelines and rules, as opposed to saying, I'm gonna come live here and still live the life I lived on the streets, yeah. or yada yada. Scott Shambly says, the boys club is great last week. However, Samantha being back is the best. Mm -hmm. Well, we know who's not watching now. By the way, <laughs> give it up for Robert. I didn't know you punched the buttons and run the show. How do you keep it all together with your crazy colleagues? Thank you for making my last hour at work go so quickly. Oh, thank very you, Scott. Nice. Very Scott, nice of you to say. He is yeah. really very, very good. A this man, by the way, pro. had never done it before. Before he started on this show, yeah. and now he's like the quickest switcher in the West. Yeah, quickest, yeah in the West. Robert's a little too fast. Ashley sometimes says she gets whiplash by the way I switch. Well, so. gotta keep up with the youth. <laughs> Robert is a very quick study, and uh, he he uh, he works very hard to master the things that he tries, which That's I really true. admire you about you, Robert. So sweet, so sweet. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, Chris says here. Samantha Bravo Foxtrot Echo parking. Very funny. <laughs> That's what it means. It's the uh, phonetic alphabet, and someone here has responded. So if you want to. Well, yes, we'll, we'll Cortez here make that mispronounced name. Hey, he said it right. It. <laughs> That's the first time. And I'll say my last name. Uh, Rice. God. Mir? How's he say that? Uh, Samantha does a great job on the weekend. Welcome to the varsity team, says Sergio. And Sam says, nice. whoop, whoop, whoop. I've been on the varsity team. Yeah, this is, you want to know 
where you gotta work a lot harder in this room. Yeah, <laughs> we work pretty hard. <laughs> than out there. All right, guys, yeah. that's it for us. All right, we'll be back tomorrow. Bye, guys. Bye. Have a great evening. See ya.